Super Talk Mississippi media production. So joining me now, a guy you might know, you might have heard of. He, he's kind of popular here at one time, long ago in the past. Jake Mangum joining me now. Before we, we talk about anything else, how are you? Fantastic, man. Just uh, about... We're about nine games into the season, about 100, 110, 115 more to go. There's no problem. I mean, you know, real Americans work 365 days a year, Jake. That's all I'm going to say. Exactly right. That's, it, you know, so I'm ready to roll, man. I, I mean, not, they work Christmas and everything, I guess, in, in my little <laughs> world there. Let's, let's talk a little baseball for you before we get into State and Ole Miss. And, and you know, this has been an interesting year for baseball. Because, you know, it looked for a minute there like there wasn't going to be any baseball for, for a second. I talked to you uh, right when that right when the lockout w- was starting to heat up. You said you were going to camp because you weren't on the 40-man roster, so they, they were sending you guys to camp. You know, was that just a precautionary thing that, hey, might need you to play in the bigs this year? Uh, no. I, I okay. think after the 90s, they kind of realized that the whole, like, scab player thing during a lockout doesn't work very well mm-hmm. um yeah i guess that's just kind of the conversations i was having with people around camp but uh they just sent the minors in the minor leaguers in in february just because they could i mean if you're gonna have a beautiful facility and why not you know bring them in when they can um so while we were there for minor league camp it was just kind of a question mark, like what's going on we don't know but they finally showed up and uh was lucky enough to get an invite to big league camp, and um, it was a really fun experience, man. Um, then I got sent back down like the last couple of days of camp and uh, spent three days in minor league camp and broke with uh, Binghamton again, double-A baseball team. And um, here we are, nine games into the year. How are you doing? I saw you had three RBI on Monday. Um. Not great right now. I'm hitting like, you know, I, I don't even worry about the numbers right now because, right. you know, we're at nine games and one big game can change your numbers entirely. Um, right. I've had a couple good games. I'm seeing it decently well. Um, you know, the big thing for me, man, is trying to figure out how to play in these windy, cold games. It's been so long for me because um, last year our season didn't start until May and I was in North Carolina, South Carolina for two weeks last year before we got home in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is my first April up north, and it let me tell you, Portland, Maine, in April is it's a beast. We got five more five more games coming up here. I can't imagine it's any worse than Duty Noble that first that opening weekend, man. I, we always froze out there. Well, it was weird. My four years, we always had fantastic opening night weather. Fantastic freshman year, FAU was like seventy degrees. Sophomore year, Texas Tech was great. Mm-hmm. Now we didn't ever win. Like our opening weekends were terrible for us, but the weather was always great. And the crowds were great. Well, I guess I guess that's something. One other big topic before we get into this uh, into this weekend. You know, obviously in college sports right now, the, the 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 big hot button thing is nil. You are a guy that in your college days, there's no question you would have made good money on nil. You were the most popular athlete at Mississippi State, one of the the faces of your sport at that time. When you, when you look back now and we see what's happening now, I mean, I'm not asking, you know, are you jealous or anything like that, but are, are, you, are you pleased to see that the athletes today are, are, are finally starting to get their fair share a little bit? Um, you know, for me, it's, it's not necessarily like, do I feel unlucky? No, I'm not unlucky, dude. I had a great college experience. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, 
But you know what, man? I'm going to be real honest with you. Well, that last press conference I did in the College World Series, that was more for the scholarship stuff. I wasn't getting up there saying we should get paid. It was more just, hey, there should be 27 scholarships for everyone. Yeah. And, and you know, like I, I didn't like how there was a lot of question marks on, you know, what teams have this amount of scholarships, what team has that. Mm-hmm. That was the big thing. Um now that we're straight up playing, like paying players is, I, I'm not, I'm not for it. I'm not really? for the NI. I'm not. Um, yes. Could I have made good money in college? Sure. But it's just the fact that we can now pay players that haven't played a snap for a team or haven't played a pitch for a team. It's ridiculous. Like we have got to pull back the reins a little bit and um, you know, at least, just put guidelines up. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing Saban talking about it a little bit and the whole NIL transfer portal. I, I, I'm not, I'm not bought on in, bought in on it yet. I'll say that. Um, it sounds like it's not that the, the idea of players making money is the issue. It's right now, like you said, that recruits guys who haven't done anything yet are getting these, these huge numbers. And yeah, it's, like it's I, just I, an I heard a story. I heard a story of some quarterback that, has made over a million dollars and hasn't played a snap yet. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Like, I, like, I, I don't know. I just, it's, it's, I have a hard time, you know, getting behind that side of it, but. Um, I feel like financially it's not going to take long. It's going to take a couple of years, but eventually business owners are going to say like, okay, I, I'm losing money on these deals. I mean, it'd be one thing if everybody came in and was great, but there's bust, you know, this. So there's going to be guys who get these deals and then two years later, they're not doing anything or they've transferred out and people are, I think it's going to slow down. I think the market will correct itself in due time. This is my opinion on it. Uh, well, we got to see, man, because right now it is, it's a circus. It Just is watching how kids are jumping schools and yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy to me, but yeah. I'm not. Like I'm not mad about it. I'm I'm happy guys are getting paid. Like don't get me wrong. Like you know, if you earn that money, go earn it. But yeah, yeah I'm I'm not big on the whole. We got a freshman coming in next year that's net worth is now eight hundred thousand dollars and hasn't even gotten on campus yet. It's that that's just very difficult to get behind. Now that being said, now that you're in the pros, you do have some deals. You do a lot with this company called Warstick. I see it all the time on social media. What's going on with them? Um, I just, they give me free bats. Uh, I don't make any, I don't make any money from them. I just, they're really nice to me. They treat me well and they give me free bats. That's Um, a good deal for, especially for a professional base. So for a minor league baseball player getting free bats, sign me up. That's a, that just brings up a question. You have to pay for your bats in the minors. Uh, your organization will buy you like six, six bats every like first half, second half. Okay. Okay. I was wondering, I was like, that seems like a big expense, but okay. I mean, it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, man, so like, yeah, I, I get free bats. Like, I haven't made a dime off four stick, but you know, free <laughs> yeah. bats, is, it's nice to. Really good deal. Really how nice did, to get that. How did the Mets become Mississippi State's uh, flagship MLB franchise, by the way? A lot well, of we just traded, flavor we just all the traded way JT again. I, I, and Buck made a joke about it. Uh, we're at camp, and I was like, hey, Buck, hey, uh, hey, uh, Tanner Allen's over there in the other dugout. We were on the minor league side doing some drills. and um, So me and Buck walk over there, and he was like, careful now. Like, I'm trading away all my, all the state boys, so be careful, T.A. And uh, he just started laughing. It was a funny joke. Um, 
What's Buck but, like? I, I freaking loved my time with him, man. That was really, really fun. I'm doing everything I can to get back up, you know. I really want to play for him. I want to experience a season with him. Um, yeah. He's the man. He's got a great sense of humor and, and just a walking just book of knowledge of baseball. It's unbelievable the knowledge he has, man. Um, he gets it. He just gets it. He's a guy. He's a guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just, not too pleased with him because they took two from the Giants yesterday, but I, I guess I'll. I'll just try to get over that if I, if I can. Uh, all right, let's talk this weekend. Mississippi State, Ole Miss. Your arrival in Starkville is the, the watershed moment in where this rivalry flipped. Before you got there, Ole Miss probably a little, had the advantage. I think they had taken three straight series from State at that point. Since you arrived in 16, State's won every series. I think they're 16-3 and three overall against Ole Miss. They've won every Governor's Cup. This has not been against bad Ole Miss teams. The question we tried to answer on Tuesday's podcast, and, and Robbie and I did get close to an answer, was why? Why has Mississippi State been able to dominate Ole Miss in this way? So I'm going to ask you that question. Why? Why has State taken control of this series in this way? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, my freshman year, I got to the field at like 10 a.m., for a night game against Ole Miss my first year. I, I went to a high school that's, that's you know, just a feeder school for Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't. The, the game meant a lot to me because I knew it meant a lot to, like, you know, where I'm from. And, you know, if you're from Mississippi, it just it just means a lot. Because there's just no other way. Like, like, and I remember like, an, an out-of-state guy was in, came in there second. He got in there like an hour later. Um. Because I was so excited for that game, I'll, I'll never forget that. And um, and he was like, "Hey, man, it's just another game. Relax." And I was like, "Nah, no, nah, no, yeah. no, it's not. It's not." And um, I think that we just finally got a bunch of guys that. You know, first off, our 2016 team was really good. Yeah, but let's start there. We were really, really good that year. Sophomore year, we had no business going into their place and sweeping them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seventeen. Um, but, you know, man, I don't know what it was. I think we had a lot of guys that bought into that rivalry and was just like, hey, we got to go win a ball game. Like, you know, does, we don't, we don't want to lose these guys. Does the fact that, you know, Mississippi State year in, year out has more Mississippi kids on its roster than Ole Miss, it, it, does that make yes. to it? Yes, I, and I also think that's what I had something to do with. When you got Luke Hancock from the area, it's, you know, he, he's bought in. Mm-hmm. When you got, you know, just – anyone from that area. Riley Self from that area, he's bought in. Like, you know, just Mississippi kids like Luke Alexander, he was bought in. Yeah. Like, we had a lot of buy-in on that rivalry. Marshall Gilbert was from Wisconsin, but that dude got really excited to play Ole Miss. Granted, he roomed with, with, with most of us, but yeah, uh, there's a lot of different reasons, man, but the the four years that I was a part of that rivalry, man, it was it was absolutely insane how we won some ball games and, and what we and how we did it. It was really cool. You you mentioned something there too. You know, sweeping them in seventeen and you swept them again in nineteen. You never lost in Oxford. Uh, State hasn't lost in Oxford a game since twenty fifteen. Is it sweeter to win up there? Heck yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. When you go on the road and sweep a team, it's just like, hey, like Sorry about it. I hope you have a good week. <laughs> Let's talk about eighteen a little bit because you know the, the, that that team and this year's Mississippi State team. There's obviously some some there's some uh, common things, right? Uh, 
you know, a lot of adversity. That team, you know, started off the season slow. That Ole Miss series was kind of the turning point. You know, you got rained out on Friday. You played the doubleheader on Saturday and split with them. And then Sunday, Luke, uh, Luke Alexander hits the walk-off home run. Do you feel like maybe, the, you know, I think State got some momentum last weekend, you know, taking two out of three from Auburn. But could that be the same thing here where this series sort of sparks a, a late-season run? Well, first off, our team's in a great spot. Like, all you need is 15 wins. Mm-hmm. Every year, your baseline needs to be get 15 wins in conference, and we're right where we want to be for that. It's we're, – we're okay. But this – yes, this is a big weekend. Last weekend, big weekend. We went we won two out of three. This weekend, we're going to Oxford, right? It's at Oxford, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We go win Friday night. And then when Saturday rolls around – Thursday. Figure Thursday. that out. Thursday night. Yeah. All right, we go win Thursday night. If you don't win Thursday, go win – you see what I'm saying? Let's mm-hmm. just take it game by game, and it's a big game. The whole state will be watching, and it's just – go do it. You know, like go be some dogs. Go back to that 18 series. And, and, you know, what was your, you know, because that 18 team, I think there's another similarity in that coming in, you're trying to replace Brent Rooker, triple crown winner, SEC player of the year. This team is trying to replace Tanner Allen, you know, not a triple crown winner, but SEC player of the year. You can't replace those guys. And I, a question I like that, I've asked uh, Lamonis a couple of times, is it more difficult to replace leadership or production? And you know, he, he, he's like, man, it's, it's really difficult to replace both. That 18 team had you, had Elijah, had, had leaders on it. This team, I still feel like it's trying to find leaders. It feels like a, a big performance against Ole Miss from Hancock or James or, or Logan Tanner would sort of elevate them in that role, wouldn't it? Well, I wouldn't even say a big performance. Just go win the series, mm-hmm. you know? Like, just go win the series, and I don't care what so-and-so does. It's just – it's a team effort. You got to go win a ball game. There's going to be someone on our team that struggles Thursday night, and there's going to be someone that does well, and we're going to need that person that struggles to be picked up by a teammate. It's that simple. Um, like, you know, you, you get so wrapped up in who, who's, who's leading, who's not leading. Like, what Mississippi State does is we always have a locker room that's bought in. Um, I know the buy-in's high on that team because we have guys that were a part of our runs whenever I was there and, uh, you know, in 17, 18, 19. Like, there's guys that were a part of teams that made the runs. Heck, last year won a national championship. Like, so, I mean, they, they know. Like, they, they know what being bought in is, and I know they're bought in. Like, they're going to the yard this weekend. They're going to get to play Ole Miss. They're going to put on the M over us. It's going to be a fun weekend, man. I'd give anything to be out there for that series this weekend. Um. So I, I know that they're going to be like, they're going to be bought in and they're going to be leading the way and I, I'm not too worried about that. It's just hopefully the ball rolls our way. So um, you correct me if I'm wrong on, on these next two, but I'm pretty sure in your first at bat against Ole Miss you hit a home run, and then I'm pretty sure in your last at bat you drove in a, like an RBI single or RBI double. I do remember tweeting that you twisted the knife in Ole Miss one last time in your last at bat there in Oxford. Uh, I don't know if it was my first at bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you, you might. Didn't you lead off the game with a home run? Or in the top I did. First? I did. Um, but it was a day game. I, I thought. Yeah. I thought that was the Saturday game, my freshman year. Oh, that's right. You're correct. Yeah, you are right. So I don't know about yeah, Friday night. I don't remember. Look, like I, I'll say, I, I, it's funny, man. Like people in the Mets organization will mess with me. Like, oh, Mayor, you know, Mister Starkville. Like, yeah. like you know, they'll, yeah. they'll just poke and you know make some jokes, but uh, it, all in good fun. Like, um, but. I tell you what, man, I, I 
you know, I always just kind of like, you know, like downplay it as best I can. But I will say like one thing is like in that series for four years, like, it, you know, it, it de- like I definitely remember that, like everything about it. Yeah. Well, that's one question was like, what's the yeah, moment yeah. that stands out the most? Is it Luke Alexander's? I'd say junior year. I'd say the game that's because freshman year, you know, we went two out of three at home. It was nice. Like, yeah, but we expected to win that. We had a great ball club and then we were at home. Right. I, sophomore year, actually. Sophomore year. Okay. Up there. Because we were up there. In, yeah. We go on the road Friday night. Like, you know, we were, we had so many pitching injuries sophomore year. So we went Friday, went Saturday, we won the series. And then I start on the mound on Sunday. And that's, right. that's the one that was like, all right. <laughs> are we really about to sweep them and i'm up there just chunking the 88 90 mile hour fastball as best i can and um we won this yeah i'd say it was sophomore sunday or junior year governor's cup one of I was those about to say where, where they walked you to pitch to luke yeah they, 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 they you were the winning the run they put the winning run on yeah. from first and the ball in the gap to win it that was yeah. that was crazy Put the winning run on to pitch. Uh, oh well, let's see how that works out. Junior year game three, uh, uh, it, it was good. Man. It was good. It was yeah. good. Just a there good go. series. Well, good times. I'm, I'm glad we get to to relive some of those memories. Yeah, and right, L- how about how about L.A. just being just them. the walk off kid? Yeah, killed. That was crazy. I think about that. I think about was it. I don't remember. It was the Friday. I think about Rooker's play at first base, sophomore year yeah. Sunday. I was going to say that he makes a backhand play, and it's just like, what? And then we won. It was just to just Gordon's it. like infield single up there as well. Cole Gordon struck out on a wild pitch. That's right. Yeah, on yeah. a play. How crazy! It was just. It was always just the craziest like stuff happened. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then the other one I remember is uh, your. I guess your last year the fog delay up there where Ethan was just mowing them down and they're like, Oh no, we've got to have a fog delay. So he can't come back out there, but Lee belt comes out there and, 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 and shuts them down from there. Yep. So that was tough losing our ace, but we won that game. And, and yeah, it's, it's so it's, you know, there's, there's a combination of, yeah, States got great teams and they've won these games, but there's been some, some funny breaks in there too. And almost all of them seem to have gone against Ole Miss. Yeah, there's no other way to put it. Um, there's it, it really was just like the craziest, just craziest games. It'll be fun. We'll see what happens this weekend up there in Oxford. Three games starting, uh, as you're listening, starting. Uh, we need, yeah, well, we just need the guys to go out there and compete. That's all we need to do. And hopefully the ball rolls our way. That's, exactly. that's the best way to put it. Jake, it's always good to talk to you, man. Good luck this year and uh, up there in Bingham. Hope, hopefully in New York City uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah, you need to get L.A. on the phone and talk to him. Um, Luke would send be me his number. To send me his number. I'll, I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him tomorrow if, if I can get him. Uh, I'm sure you'll be able to, man. He he was he was the true rebel walk off guy, man. My gosh, we'll we'll, we'll get him on. So, all right, buddy. All right. Take it easy. It's great talking to you guys, man. God bless you. Have a good weekend. See you later. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.